0: Thank you for downloading this garden cutting from the National Trust. I'm Alan Power, the Head Gardener at Starhead in Wiltshire. And today I'm at Croom in Worcestershire, one of Capability Brown's first landscape gardens. The National Trust works in partnership with many landowners and tenant farmers around the country, but one particular relationship that has developed at Croom Court is a relationship with Karen Cronin and her husband Chris. Who bought the wall garden and gardener's cottage here in the year two thousand they 've been restoring the garden themselves over the past few years and have been opening it recently Karen it's a pleasure to meet you and especially to be standing here in such a massive wall garden the work is bearing down on top of me I mean what was it like in two thousand when you when you bought the place
1: completely derelict and um, Completely overgrown and wild, but in its own way, it was very beautiful even then, um, and I think that's what really attracted us to it. We it was in such a state that we really didn't know what we were buying.
0: You're you're productive here already. You know you've made yes. massive massive steps forward. Do you mind telling us what you're producing at the moment and what you're growing in the wild garden?
1: Right. Well, um, we grow um, a little bit of everything, really. Um, I like to cook, so I like the idea of uh, you know coming and picking my own yeah. produce. Um, we've grown sweet potatoes this year for the first time, have you? and they've been successful. Really. Uh, we've obviously, as you can see, we've got lots of fruit trees which are going to be espaliered against those wires. Um, we've got a whole path that are full of old varieties that have come from either. Herif- Worcestershire or Gloucestershire and then another path would is full of more modern varieties the oldest old, one going back to 1955 I think the idea there is that people will be able to see the difference of the progress of apples and be able to taste the difference between an old apple and a new apple Got an espelier of pear tree and of cookers as well you know we grow beans we, you know, we grow cabbages we grow everything <laughs> heading, heading into the
0: winter and looking at the months. Ahead, I mean, we can see the work that you've achieved this year with the wires and the espaliers. But what I love in the where we're standing is the contrast to the left. There's kind of established fruit yeah. beds, there's cages protecting next year's crops. Yeah. On the right hand side, there's a JCB, there's a <laughs> dumper truck. Yeah. You know, it's a real story, isn't it? Yes. I know that you've mentioned that there's a few daffodils been planted, hasn't there?
1: Yeah, well, up in the very top bank, there, last year we planted five and a half thousand daffodils. Just a few. Um, with some help <laughs> from our volunteer friends. Um, and this year I've bought just over another thousand to go below that. And then um, that's then going to be sowed with um, a wildflower flower meadow, um, which I thought would be rather nice to help with the pollination. And also for the general public, will bring summer colour and also the bugs for the children to look at out for and the butterflies and things so we thought that would be very interesting we're also um, developing another bed further down which again I've bought a load of tulips to go in for so that'll be all done in the next sort of you know month in
0: kind of five years time in the middle of the summer if we were to put a deck chair out here what what would you
1: want to see and the Todd Vinery will be fully restored, um, and hopefully we might even have man- managed to start on the hot wall as well, because um, our real dream is to be able to fire that up again one day. <laughs> it's amazing.
0: I want a hot wall. <laughs> it's,
1: um, this hot wall was was
0: heated by furnaces wasn't it? there was
1: five underground little fireplaces and in fact the way that they look um, is one that's exposed at the top we've left it for people to see if you can imagine what um, the uh, in a Victorian bedroom the sort of size of the fireplace in there well they're about that kind of size but we understand that the main reason that you get a hot wall um, is because of the um, glass tax window tax as people know it so if you had a glass house you had to pay tax on the glass in your glass house so it was a way of trying to get um, an extended growing season without having to pay the exchequer a lot of money Um, so in fact when that um, when the glass tax was rescinded most people just stopped using their hot walls and they don't think there's that many left
0: now it's lovely i've been to croon quite a few times and i've kind of wondered at the walls from the other side you know and you wonder what what's in there and you know from what you've described the the, the National Trust volunteers get to come through that gate and get that wow factor when they come in. And the fact that visitors can see the whole property now, you know, they can see Brown's work outside and they can, you know, visit visit you when you're open and come in and see what's going on in here as well. It's been a pleasure to talk to you. It's been lovely to see your wall garden. You're very, very best of luck with it. And thanks a million for your time Thank you today. Hope you've enjoyed this garden cutting from the National Trust. You can subscribe or follow on your podcast app for the full programme. Join us for December in Sissinghurst. We'll see you then. I'm Bethany Hughes. I've been visiting National Trust properties all my life. But in this series of podcasts, I'm going beyond the delights of teas and topiary to reveal the surprising European roots of some of the most splendid sites in England. You can subscribe to my series by searching for Bethany Hughes' 10 Places, Europe and Us, on your podcast app.